This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. How are you doing? I'm doing good, John. And what's going on tonight? Oh, yeah, tonight, tonight is a series that I've had kicking on the back burner for a while now, because I've read this series regularly, and um, it's like, I've got some opinions on it. In fact, it even had an um, anime adaptation um, earlier this year that um, that had that was well received enough to to um to be getting a another um season as it goes it's like like as it goes on it's like maybe we'll be seeing it in twenty 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 two or maybe it's like it's like there's like some stuff that's gonna be needs to be worked out or and it will be um debuting later in the year but at the same time though it's like this is a series that you know like well I have read also my buddy Steve has read hey Steve how's it going man. Oh, it's going just well. Yeah, glad you could come back for us because, like, I know, like, you know, we've both read the series and we've both got opinions on it, right? Yeah, that's that's putting it lightly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this series is to your eternity. It comes from um, the mangaka um, Yoshitaki Oima, who is no, who is no stranger to um this like um this podcast because like, we've done um like a uh, like a series. I got one podcast about about his series. Um, let's see, what was it um, like a Silent Voice, which I had opinions about, and it was interesting. It's like it, like I think that like the, the this this uh, that seven volume series like had some good parts, had some bad parts. Um, maybe it's like, but it was like interesting to talk about. Um, nevertheless, um, to your eternity is a. Um, <coughs> 12 volume series that basically looks to tackle you know, like some big topics about you know the life life universe and everything and it starts out um with uh it's like you know there's just like, like starting out like at the beginning of like you know like stuff and all it's like with um a like a character known as the beholder basically um introducing this um orb which has the ability to um record um like like existence and um eventually and this orb starts just you know it's like recording existence like as rocks as lichen and then uh, most most pertinent to the series as um like as a uh, as a wolf a wolf known as um john and you know that's kind of like and this this is like the first part of the series because like like this 12 volume series like has um five um major arcs to it, but the first um like major arc to it first the first story it's basically it's it's its pilot episode basically has um like it's like has this orb adopting the identity of um Joan the uh like the wolf um who is basically like a uh, companion to this boy and this boy it's like has um like he's someone who was like who, who was um. He was like he was living his own existence, but was basically abandoned by um his like his um his, like his human companions. It's like and they because they basically were figuring like okay we can like we're gonna go off and like like go go like go to paradise. It's like we're not paradise, but it's just like go to a better world. And like and like this boy is going to um like just like manage things in this village that he was left to oversee. With the uh, old people and the young people, and basically the people who couldn't make the uh, journey with them, so this first chapter you see all about like you know, like the wolf observing the boy and just figuring out you know just like what what makes what makes humanity tick. And for this first volume, it's like it's kind of like like this boy. It's like he's just saying, "Hey, you know, I know these people left. It's like and like they're do, they're doing their doing their thing, but you know, it's like I I'm I've lived in." lived my life in this like this one village and we're going to like uh we're gonna live live things on our own terms here but with everyone has has gone away it's like now i'm going to go ahead and like try and find out you know what happened to all these other people and well it's like as things go on it's basically uh you know like the uh it's like 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 the like the wolf observing the boy, just you know, figuring out, you know, trying to figure out like, you know, what happened to all these other people as they moved on to this this new area. And well, 
thing is, like as we find out, it's like the uh, like this optimism the boy has is more is less about you know just he's not your typical shonen protagonist really because this is not a shonen series. This is um, like the boy figuring out that you know oh this is what actually happened and now I have to deal with things and what I think makes this this, um, this chapter like you know really like really great is that you know once the boy like, you know realizes what's going on now this orb you know like who has taken the form of his um like of his wolf john it's like you know has to like de decide you know what do i want to do with things after that and i think that the the result right there is honestly kind of kind of magical and inspirational and if i'm being completely honest this is kind of like the best part of the series because you know like there's good stuff um from the series like here on out but at the same time i don't know it's like just just seeing what what um what what the uh, like what the characters have here have to like you know reason in order to go on it's like you know it takes a lot it's a lot it takes a lot of guts it's like and i think that it's 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 pretty impressive even if it's just like it's really kind of dark as well um, so this is like the initial start of the series. Um, Steve, um, any thoughts about you know how this this like this initial chapter? Uh, so a little more, a little more, uh, a little more. I feel like a little more exposition is in order. So the it sets the scene of a post-apocalyptic world, right? The mm -hmm. you know uh, our our nameless this nameless protagonist, this nameless male. Uh, the boy, you know, the boy. Let's call it, yeah. The boy has been is the is a lone survivor in uh, in a village made up of you know uh, discarded husks of wooden uh, boats. All right, yes. he's living on a frozen he's living on a frozen tundra. Um, so without without you know without you know words without some narrator droning it, you you can tell that you know he's 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 a sole survivor. Uh, everyone else has died. And uh, you know he's not living in a resource-rich place, and it's understandable why everyone tried to find, you know, tried to find something better. And when he sets out to, you know, also find out what happened to them because he feels like he's, he's, you know, he wants to find out, you know, what became of them. Uh, you know, he uh, finds that they failed; they're all dead. Uh, he he suffers mortal uh, injuries on the journey, and uh, you know he kicks it. Um, I think it, it establishes uh, it establishes this the entity. Well, should we should we just call it Fushi uh, as as it's referred to later? Yeah. All right. It establishes Fushi this uh, the entity introduced by the beholder as an incomplete growing entity who takes on the forms of dying and, and uh, dying and dead entities. Um, it's like he's like he's, he's basically here to obtain information basically like learn about like you know this world that he's thrust into yeah so this first chapter is just uh, you know it looks like you know this story is going to be about like this kid and you know at the end of it he kicks it and uh you know who she takes his form um and i think it, it sets a really strong it sends a really strong message about how uh, in this story life is transient at best um mm -hmm. you know people you know People are gonna regularly, you know, go in and out of this plot because they're gonna fucking die, um, and uh, it's uh, I, I, it's it, it sends a strong message, you know. It it, it doesn't it doesn't have heavy-handed. Uh, oh, I think I think it does it does have the anime has appropriate music at points, but um, it doesn't have a heavy-handed narrator or anything say you know blabbing at you about how important these scenes are, it, it, you know. You know, it's. I feel like it does a good, good job of capturing how, uh, you know, capturing the death of you know a, uh, of a child, you know, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, and uh, you know, just you know, hey, that sucks, you know, but that's life, or death, and both, right? Um, yeah, I think it's, like the, it's strong. Yeah, it's like what you're saying is like the, like, you know, like the, uh, like, like the manga um, is like. It's not. They're not willing to uh, like, be, like say that. Hey, you know, it's like you know, like, like, like these characters are like not are not meant to be. It's like you know, hey, it's like this is like we're, you're gonna be focusing on this character, so it's like you know, like they're gonna be important to the story as, 
as as it goes on. Like there's like people can die. It's like and it's like and it's it's going to be like you know incidental to the main plot and all. It's like you know like there's there's no mercy here. Quite. Yeah, which is kind of interesting because like you know the second like like when we get to like the uh, after we get past like this first like you know main main chapter we we get um like this like like this arc where. It's like where um Fushi basically like you know he's adapting to the like the uh, business of living at, as an actual human, um such as such as he is, but also like you know realizing that hey you know it's like I'm just gonna like it's like I'm just gonna like you know die and all because like I don't know what like you know living as a human requires, and um as as he goes about this business well we were introduced to this um like human encampment encampment where. Like, you know, they're they're told that oh, like there's there's like this evil being, like the on, the Oniguma, where um, like you know we need to sacrifice you know people in order to like you know appease this like this this being, but uh, and like the in the uh, and the sacrifice we're introduced to is um this girl um like this 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 little girl like you know like this previous. Prepubescent um girl named March who wants nothing more to be a mother. It's like that's her that's her main goal here in the series. But you know, like she's um picked um by um like you know by these um like like by it's like by the people who are like you know like um who are trying to like like uh, appease this like um this this like. Uh, like this uh, angry, angry god, such as it is. It's like, and uh, you know, she basically like is like forced to like you know go along with this. But there's also this one other like older girl who knows like you know, oh, this is like like what they're telling about this like this like you know we're trying to like you know appease this angry god. This is like this is all bullshit. It's like um, Perona. It's like you know basically says um, oh no, this is like I don't want um March to like you know like fall like you know fall prey to this. And while she um, like has her own like feelings about this, it's um, Fushi who um, is named by a March, like who ultimately um, you, know, you know like like defeats this um, angry god um, Oniguma. It's like, and that's kind of like the uh, like the and adopts the, its form. Yes, because yeah, that's the thing about um, Fushi. Like he can adopt any any character who like makes a um, distinct emotional impression upon him because. He's basically here to like, like, adopt the like the, uh, like the um, the impression, the like, the emotional impression that that he gets, like you know, from from being being in this world. Well, like he he can change into that like into that being, but and this, and this first arc, you know, I guess about uh, like showing you about like the, the like this feudal like um, hunter gatherer society. You know, you've got the uh, like this. Uh, like like this hunter gatherer study that March is a part of that that you know, they want to like appease Oniguma, but then you've also got the uh, the Yanome who are basically like they know how things work and they realize that oh well you know it's like if this um, Oniguma is defeated and it's defeated by this um, like being well maybe we can work this to our to our advantage. It's like so like this first arc is just all about just like dealing with like you know. Like how, like how Fushi, um, like you know, deals with you know, like kind of people who recognize him for what he is, and also just like how these other um, beings, like you know, like, like you know, manipulate you know, others into um, you know, being you know, just like you know, being subservient to their like to their whims. It's like it's interesting, and it's also kind of depressing because I guess I don't want to give away too much, but basically. It also kind of reveals that you know um, the manga is not averse to um, you know letting people die in order to, like, to prove their points. Wait, how much? Is, this is pretty much going to be spoiler rich, isn't it? Shouldn't we just be uh, weapons free as far as these plot points go? Or do you want to maintain some semblance of um, keeping some of the major plot points under wraps? I kind of want to maintain like some semblance of maintaining the major plot points under wraps because. I guess you know, I mean Steve. Like, would you say these these this twelve volume series like is worth reading? So it's kind of like you want to leave like you know some mystery. 
as far as like you know what like you know what what they're what they're going to expect right i guess so it you know though i only bring it up because it may compromise like our ability to discuss things about the story but you know i'll let you lead it and you know i'll yeah. i'll chime in as appropriate no i i get it it's like it's it's kind of like the, the you know this this first volume is this this first arc is all about you know fushi just learning about how humans interact with with each other and then there's like you know there's a feeling about you know oh it's like you know some humans like you know have their beliefs and they've got and they're going to like they're fine with that but they're also like there's there are these other humans who are kind who know how the world works and they're going to like you know try and manipulate that which you know that's kind of true as far as like the series goes. You know it's like it's always about like who knows what and who is like you know free to manipulate you know what this knowledge in order to benefit themselves and all. Because I think that's going to be pretty relevant once we start talking about Bond, right? Well, that's pretty late in this discussion, so <laughs> let's, let's not worry about that for now. Yeah, it's like, but I think that um. Like this, this first, this first arc about you know introducing um, like the uh, like the Anome um culture and also just like you know March who is like you know, wants to be like a, a mother um pat, um Parone who wants to um like protect March and Hayase who just you know realizes that you know oh it's like you know like Fushi is like I want to um they you know like I want to like like um ride. Um, Fushi's um, like um, abilities in order to um, to, to in order to, like you know perpetuate uh, my my beliefs and all. But I think that the uh, this first arc like, is is more key for the fact that you know it kind of shows that um, that the manga is not averse to killing off like whoever is um, any who's anyone who is relevant to the story like in order to make. Like make their pres make their own point known. Yep, that's I would definitely agree with that. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, you've got Yanome, the uh, the city dwelling the silly city dwellers who run things, and you've got the uh, hunter gatherers that March and Prona come from, and they're essentially being oppressed and controlled by by the city by these uh, city dwellers, um, and. Um, yeah, uh, I guess I can't really say too much more about it, um, other than the this this chapter this arc uh, makes it clear that in this world there is a there's an afterlife of sorts, um, mm -hmm. and um, the uh, at, at the end of the volume I believe uh, Hushi oh I don't believe we we explained the name's origin. It's short for Hushimi, which is immortal in Japanese, I believe. Yes. Um, so that's why he's, uh, we're going I guess we can call him he for now. Technically, it's an it, uh, but that, but it takes on various forms and genders throughout the uh, throughout the story. So um, but for now, I guess we'll just call it, it uh, he he we'll go with I him. think we are doing all this he because I think um, like the uh, the uh, form the Fush the form the form that Fushi identifies with over the course of the volumes uh, is more of a he rather than it, than it or a she. Yeah, it so. is mainly a he. So yeah, I mm -hmm. that. yeah. And so like after like you know Fushi like you know like moves on from this like like from this storyline, it's like well, it's like we get um like 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 years pass. It's like and um well, it's like something something happens because like. Not only do we find out that, um, like that, the, you know, that Fushi is like, you know, like, you know, like, uh, able to like you know, adopt like, you know, multiple personas, like, you know, basically like, um, based on like who he's encountered, who has made a distinct emotional impression upon him, like over the years. But also, there's there's actually like a a, a negative, um, an opposing force as well, and that would be um, the knockers. It's like basically, it's like you know, initially, it's like at this point in the story, it's like you know, they're just like you know, like spherical creatures who are able to like you know, suck out the uh, like the the memory of like um who um who like the uh, the, the people who who um Fushi who have made an impression upon Fushi like over the years, but um like for the second arc. 
It's like this mission is all about um Gugu. Like Gugu is like a uh, he's a kid like who um was living with his brother like and was trying to like you know carve out a life for them, for himself. And unfortunately, it's like you know like well he, well Gugu was like a good person. It's like his brother was just you know like all that's just like not like not on the same moral level as like as as he as he was. Um, Gugu it's like you know. Um, we we suddenly learned that he, like, he um you know like you know, sacrificed sacrificed his um I guess like one hundred good looks in order to uh, like um save see this one girl he liked right from being um like you know, crushed by some like like by some uh, um, look he suffers he suffers disfiguring he suffers disfiguring injuries saving a girl from a thing you don't yes. know who he is. And uh, he's he's brought he's revived, but you know he has he wears a mask to cover his horrific injuries. Yeah, and that's also like the mask that um like that Fushi like adopts when he when he meets when he meets Gugu. It's like and when they you know realize that hey you know it's like like this is like this second arc is all about you know like Fushi recognizing that hey you know it's like you know who you are. It's like like on the outside, it's not like representative of who you are on the on the inside. It's like he it's finds family. Yeah, like it's, it's like it, on one hand, it's like, like this this is another like um sol, solid arc as like as as um Fushi realizes that you know, yeah it's like that he that he's got you know like you know friends like you know friends to work work with and that you know they may not rep, um. New present to like what they are. It's like on the outside, like as they are on on the inside. It's like it's it's good. It's like and it's also like you know, like develops a lot a lot about how like you know Gugu, you know he wants to like you know be like a girlfriend to like um Rian, like the uh, high class girl, like who he um got to that got disfigured as part of saving, but um as things turns now it's like well it's like the uh the knockers it's like the uh like the, like the beings that are like you know opposed to like you know what um what fushi is doing in terms of like you know like it, adopting all this like you know knowledge about you know what 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 life is like well like there's all sorts of like you know like this is like you know fighting against them scouts are just getting what um it's like what the uh when the uh, knockers, I'm um, like, you know, take out, because the knockers have the ability to, uh, like, suck out, you know, what, um, it's like what um, Fushi's, um, like Fushi's knowledge of, like, the, he's a, he's a, he's, he's adopted. It's like, and like they, like, and they just like, you know, just like, you know, go from there, like, go from that as well. But it's, I don't know, it's, uh, what am I, what am I saying here? It's. It's good because, like you know, it, this arc kind of like, like shows you what like um what friendship is like for uh like for Gugu, and for for Fushi. I mean, it's like you know he's like he understands like he, he finally understands like you know what um communication is like. It's like and he's got and he like you know wants to work with um Gugu in terms of, like you know getting him to like um like be um Rian's. Like you know, like best friend and all. It's like or like Del Green's girlfriend, Green's boyfriend. God damn it. So, so that's that's what it's like, and it's and there's like a certain amount of tragedy is here as here as well because you know on one hand it's like it's not. I'm um, trying to avoid spoilers here, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's like I know I know what you're saying. It's like and I'm just failing here, but it's. Look, wherever wherever Hushi goes, the knockers follow and tragedy results. This is going to be a common theme throughout the remainder of the twelve volumes of this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like and I think that this for this like for this arc, it's like you know like it's it's like we understand like you know like like Fushi realizes like, you know, what like what is necessary in order to like, you know, perpetuate life it's like and he also just like kind of, like buys into that when um he realizes that you know oh like well what am i gonna do when i realize that my buddy is 
not available anymore. It's like, and what am I going to do? Like when, um, like that, when my buddy's like, you know, the person that he wanted to love is going to um, ask about that. So I think that like, there's like a good, a good understanding of tragedy here, but, um, at the same time, like, you know, well, we've got to understand, like, you know, what's going to happen next. So, and um, what happens next basically involves, like, um, upon the prison island, you know. <sighs> so, the pr- the prison island. It's like the pr- prison island of Jinanda, and um, because, like, uh, um, Fushi is, ki- is kind of sort of tricked into going into this, um, like, in, in the, into this island, and, um, it's like he's got to like um, basically inv- like invest himself in a uh, fight for um, the right to be the uh, like ruler of this island. It's a budget and, tournament arc. Yes, it's like it is the it is a tournament arc, and um, well, yeah, it's like he fights, and you think that like hey, you know, it's like the person who is going to uh, the person who is unable to die is like is bound to win. But you know that's not the case, right, Steve? Mm, yes. Mm, someone from his past arrives again. I'm not sure how much mm. you want to go into spoilers here. Um, yeah, it's like the, there's a soccer from his past arrives again, wins, and um, again, I'll let you drive this because I don't know how I don't know how deep you want to get into spoilers. Yeah, it's like because this, cause this um like prison arc. It's like it, it just kind of like uh, it's like. I guess my, my, main, my main feelings with the series is that it's kind of like it's kind of well, I enjoyed reading this twelve-volume series. Um, it's it's kind of a series in decline, and I, like I think that the initial arc was the best arc, and that everything else that follows is uh, is varying degrees of um, all right, for lack of a better term. And um, this um, prison arc, pr- this prison island arc, for lack of a better term, you know, it's it seems like it's going in one direction, but then it then you realize that like um, one of the one of the people who um, like who has ideals about like you know how um, Fushi's um, like um, Fushi's motivation should be directed, well, you know, she's got. Um, yeah, you know, she got her own ideas, her own ideas about that, and then also there's also like a lot of like um, zombie movie um, logic driving, um, like the uh, like um, the, the Jananda um, prison island arc, as far as that goes. It's like it's it's all right, but um, it's but it also just kind of like you know like like delivers a lot of like um. Business as usual. It's just like, oh, people are gonna die. Like, um, Fushi is going to be, um, like, you know, depressed about this. It's like, and I can understand, like, you know, why Fushi would be, like, you know, driven to, like, you know, go on to, like, an island, like, arc. Sorry, an island. Like, I'm just like, oh, I'm not gonna, like, you know, I don't want to be, like, involved in, like, humans, like, humanities, like, business about this. So I'm just gonna live on an island about after this arc because after this like you know like there's people who like you know, want to like you know protect fushi the people who want to like you know view him as a demon like and people who remember him as being like a hero about this like it's like there's a lot of like d- like different opinions like about like about this like you know, island arc like you know, this island prison arc but like <sighs> I don't know. It's like, it just doesn't have like a, a solid direction about this. And I think that that's that's kind of like what leads me to feel like you know like the series is kind of like you know not you know doesn't have like a solid direction about this, which um, will be um, relevant in a little bit. It's like right, Steve. Mm, okay. Well, look, I don't know, man. I don't know if I. I don't know if I necessarily agree that it's a it's a uh, series in decline. The the, the story arc about the prison island um i think it does i feel like it does a good job of like uh showing another way that people live in this uh you know sort of like feudal ish world um that you know 
that uh, Fushi is stuck in. Uh, you know, it's a prison island where, you know, they, there is some semblance of a society, except the society's rule is basically there is no rule. And, you know, you know, the whole my, make, my makes right type, th- type of thing. Yeah, murder is tolerated on the island because there is no police force. Um, there, there's, you know, there is some semblance of a society. They, you know, people, people have to live there. After all, they, they are exiled there. You know, as a result of you know being convicted of something or other. Um, but you know, their families live there too, who are who may be innocent of things. And um, you know, things happen. The tournament arc occurs as a result of trying to determine the leader of said island. Um, mm-hmm. You know, lots of death. Um, Lots of death happens there. Uh, things happen. Knockers follow. Uh, bad things happen. Air quotes here. Bad things happen, and uh, Fushi gets depressed. And as uh, as Jason mentioned, uh, you know, he says, "All right, enough of this. You know, I've uh, everywhere I go, you know, people die, and I I don't want to be involved. I don't want to hurt anymore. So I'm just gonna go uh, chill out somewhere by myself, where you know I can't hurt anyone. No one can hurt me. Um, and he." Uh, Fushi also, uh, I think, I believe this is the, this is the time when he also grows up in his human form. So he, he grows up from looking like your standard high school uh, high school shonen protagonist uh, to uh, something that looks more like a, a very young, like a, a young adult, like maybe eighteen ish. This you're right, but at the same time, you know, once he like you know dies or like has to be reborn, he eventually reverts to you know the boy, a young shonen protagonist. Yes, that's true. Um, so, during during this arc, um, I think I think was it volume six, seven, six, seven, and eight. Uh, Jason, you also touched on this. Uh, you know, he he isolates himself on this island. He tries to get away from people. Um, the there's a there's a huge cast in this story. Um, mm-hmm. this, this old lady that uh, he's been this old lady that he's been no pure son, yeah. Piron, yeah, since since uh, I think volume two. Um, okay, things happen. All right, things happen, uh, and uh, life goes on. Things get tougher for him, and you know, as he keeps living, um, you know, he he finds out that you know he, there's there's a he's, there's a religion being created around him. He's being deified. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. He is kind of a supernatural being, and you know, if you can't explain it with science or uh, technology or whatever, you have it's magic, right? At that point, and you know, it, it, it's reasonable-ish, right? I mean, it's reasonable-ish for people to go, well, you know, if I can't explain it, it's got to be magic. It's got to be. It's got to be supernatural. You know, but he's got to be some sort yeah, of yeah, because like you know, people, they've got like this feudal, like you know, understanding of like you know, technology and religion and, and everything. All right. So um, he finds out that, you know, there's, you know, there's one, one, as, as you may have heard, you know, one, one person's hero is another person's terrorist, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, in some circles, he's, you know, he's deified and others, he's vilified. Um, and, you know, he's just, he's just trying to figure things out. He, he still doesn't really know what his objective or purpose is. Uh, and um, this leads into the, uh, there's a lot that goes on here. I mean, we're, we're kind of glossing over a lot of things, but this eventually leads into uh, Volume Nine, which is uh, the start of a um, I don't know how else to put it. It's like a, a war against the Knockers, I guess. Yeah, I get, but before we get to, like you know, the war against the Knockers, I guess we need to talk about Bond, right? Go ahead. Okay, um, because you know, like after like you know, like after, like after Fushi got like, you know get like deals with like the whole. Like, yeah, living, living, like living on an island. It's like, and um, like, it's like, it's like, and dealing with like all the people who like supported him during the uh, prison island arc. Well, there's this um one character um Bond who realizes that um, it's like that. Hey, you know, it's like I am like he he's basically like a uh, like the member of a royal family. And in fact, his name is like full name is like Bonchian Nicolai Latiste. Tasty peachy, peach realis, and um, he he is strenuously wacky in a way that you know that the series is like hasn't managed like um beforehand because he's basically like he he realizes like I want to be like you know king of my kingdom, but um like his dad was like oh you know your son like I mean your uh, your 
your brother is like you know it's like it's like um is like friendly to like all the like all the, like the other members of the uh, like like of like like of the uh, like like of the kingdom. It's like and like your daughter and your your sister is like you know it's like yeah, it's like a friendly type in the same way as well. But um like this but um Bond is like you know just like kind of strenuously wacky in the way that like oh my god it's like you know it's like like I guess if we had been talking about him um like you know ten years ago we would have said like he was like he's fabulous it's like and it's like you know just like annoying and um like kind of frustrating in that that kind of sense but um but when um bond is introduced it's like he's just kind of like like meant to be like a uh a kind of a foil to um it's like like to fushi like in this in, in the way the story is right now, it's like like he's basically like like it it ceases the the story of um two or three ceases to be about um Fushi and more about um Bond. It's like in the sense that you know like what does Bond want to do now that he's like you know you know you know kind of like secured like his control against um Fushi, but at the same time like you know Fushi is just like you know like so powerful as an immortal that he he can basically do whatever he whatever the hell he wants. And um it's what in one of the key things about you know with, with Bond's arc realizes when he realizes that oh you know it's like when um like when he uh is that he realizes that um Fushi actually has the power to bring people back to life. Not just any people, but people he's had a significant um interaction with and one of the key um, like um, bits about this um, about his storyline is when he realizes this. When he, it's it's a great bit of dramatic irony when he realize when Bond realizes that oh my god, Fushi can bring people back to life, but he doesn't realize this. Bond realizes this, but um, he has to realize he has to determine like you know what do I do with this knowledge, and that's. That actually does like that actually like drives like a uh, a great amount of the drama um through on um, the first half of um Bond Bond's arc. And um it's like and I think it I think it does a good job of that. Um up until the point where you know like where, where Bond realizes that, you know, okay, it's like, you know, the uh the church 'cause like the because time has been progressing as we were talking about this, because like there's the Church of Bennett, which is Basically, not Christianity, and um, like you know, they've they basically like you know, like you know, basically judged um by Bond to be a, a heretic, and while Bond is like you know perfectly willing to um play like and play along with this in order to uh like like in order to um like you know like you know to deflect any like you know major um. Like um, heresy, like as far as like um, Fushi is concerned, it's like it's it's like it, it's pretty interesting. It's like the, the like the first half of bon, like um, of Bond's arc, because like basically, um, I guess I want to put this in perspective. Um, the anime covers everything from like you know Fushi's origin to on um, the the Prison Island arc. Um, the in the announced second season, um, well, they've not announced like you know what it's going to cover, but if I were betting man and I'm not a betting man but if I was going to bet on shit I would bet that, that the uh, second season of the anime is, gonna, is, a, is basically going to be all about Bond because he is a because his story is like a pretty um is a pretty compelling story as far as like you know like what do you do when you realize that you know hey you're like you're you're a friend to an immortal and also what do you do when you know more about the immortal immortal's ability than on what he does, because you know, like this first, the first, this first arc is all about you know just Bond, you know, just realizing that oh, I want to be king. It's like and hey, I've got to like you know take out this like take over like you know this this immortal's ability in order to like you know be be a proper king. But then I realize that hey, you know it might not be right and all. It's like I'm going to just be. Just, just you know, like, like say, it's like you know, 
say what this um, immortal is capable of, and that's in order to like you know deflect what he's actually able to do, and then you know when the uh, actual like immortal people, like the immortals, like the when the knockers come, like I know what um, I can tell him what is he's able to do, like. Am I, am I making sense, Steve? Because like I, I value your opinion on this. It's like I need you to keep me in, keep me in line and all. Mm, yeah, it's a. I feel like it's a. This part of the story is pretty good because you know it starts out with Bond being a typical stuck-up royal. He looks like a fop. He acts like one. He mostly <laughs> is one for a while. He's he's fabulous. He yes. sure is. Um, but you know, as as you said, as time goes on, as he gets as he gets to know. Fushi understands its powers better. Um, he starts, you know, he starts maturing and starts adopting the perspective that, you know, he has to, you know, first he wants to monopolize that power, but later he, 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 you know, he comes around to understanding that he has to, you know, guide and shepherd this power instead, right? It, you know, he has this responsibility mm -hmm. to, you know, um, do something like, responsible with it. Yeah, he he knows more about Fushi's power than Fushi actually does. So, yeah, I feel like if, you know, I would agree that if they had to do a story about this, it would be about, you know, this would be a story about Bond and him growing up as a result of his interactions with, uh, with Fushi. Yeah, it's like, I, I think that's right, because like, because like the first, like with um with Bond's initial arc, it's all about him just, you know, learning, just learning to be a bit, a bit more of a decent person as far as this goes. And then the second um, like half of this arc, Sim, you know, just like, just, just um, dealing with like what he knows about Fushi's abilities, and like you know, deploying that as far as like you know, what happens when the uh, knockers like you know declare war, because the uh, because while the knockers um, like they like we, we know a little bit about what they want because you know there's like one like one of their like. Like you know, one of their leaders, like uh, one of the, one of their um, members, knows how to manipulate how to manipulate like the uh, like the guardians' like ability to speak toward like towards them. It's like, and I, it tells them like, okay, this is what um, we want to do. It's like, but this is um, you know what I want to do, and it's it's kind of it's kind of interesting as far as that goes. But you know, the uh, final arc. Like of the uh, of this like the final arc of this like twelve volume series, basically involves um, like you know the knockers um, like fighting against um, Fushi, like and all of his um, like all of his allies, it's like in a uh, it's, like, it's a siege. It's a siege. It's a long siege, and I I it does. Uh, in some in some parts of it, the story, you know, the start the story starts feeling, uh, um, how do I put it? Um, a little, grindy. It, it's a little grindy. It's a little depressing. And I think, um, depending on your interpretation of it, you might say that's bad storytelling. I choose to be a little more generous about it and interpret it as, you know, this is, you know, this is the best that they can do to convey the fact that, you know, being uh, being under siege an actual siege not like you know the uh not the figurative sense that people use but like you're trapped in a place for an extended period of time under constant assault at all times um i feel like it captures it does a good job of conveying that that sense of dread and uh you know relentless despair you know it does a good job of conveying that through uh through the plot line um, that's how I choose to interpret it anyways. Um, you know, I can easily see uh, people seeing it in less, uh, a less, uh, how do I put it? Less positive ways. Less charitable ways. Yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're, I don't think you're saying that that's kind of like how I felt about like the series, this um, arc when I was first reading through it. And it's that it was, it felt more like a grind rather than just like, you know, something that was um, like a, uh, like an engaging storyline. It's like and also it's like you know this the story obviously like it, it kind of like, like demands like you know you know, feeling you um believing like you know Bond is doing the right thing because you know the Bond that we um, met the 
initial initial at the uh at the start of his um character arc is a lot different than the bond we um met than the we um interact with in terms of this like you know this um siege storyline because he's like i mean he's like this this bond that we um met at the start of his introduction like he's fabulous he's hilarious and then the bond we met in this um arc is just like you know like he's all about to take the means just by the ends and all it's like and um but it also kind of works because like you know when we realize that like oh when he realizes like you know what what do i need to do in order to like you know um like give fushi like his perspective on things on things in the end well that's that's kind of like a uh that, that, that that's an impressive like you know like um balls out um like 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 a decision right there and i respect that but at the same time it's just kind of like like wow it's like you know it's like this, it's kind of it demands a lot of drama than we've that we've been um given to expect of this like the series up to this point it's like it's like there's a lot of like it's there's a lot of like um decisions in this like like in this like siege arc that i i was not i was not expecting to um um deliver upon but at the end like you know when like when we um when it um when it resolves like it's just, it's just it feels kind of like you know this is like how the series should have ended you know like how it's like you know like uh, you know fushi like you know, he's got his own abilities but like when he's like you know given like you know this ability by you know bond like given the like quote unquote ultimate sacrifice it's like he's you know like he's got to like you know d- deliver upon this and i think that this kind of works you know because like this like this whole fight about like you know the knockers versus like you know fushi and his um like and his allies. friends and and his allies yes it's like you know them like you know, delivering upon that i think it i think it works and i think that you know this this is really like, how i wanted the series to end really it's like you know just like like everyone like you know like they've they achieved their goals like and you know everyone's got you know is like they've they they've got like they've delivered upon this and they're going to be live their lives after that right well yes uh, look uh, to the audience in all seriousness we know it's not a 12 volume series you know we the no 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 it is a 12 volume series it's like i it's like i i'm going to cling to this deception no no not deception just truth, yes, right, 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 Steve. It's 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 the truth, right? All right. If that's what you choose to believe, if that gives you comfort at night, then so be it. Look, uh, in full disclosure, yes, we know it's not a twelve volume series. The, you know, the twelve volume series, uh, twelve volumes, uh, you know, covers what is, I guess, uh, I can describe it as the past arc because when it's introduced, the stories after it are introduced as the present arc um i won't we won't but, say any more about them i won't no but i guess I, we can speculate about them okay go on then jason speculate about these uh about the present arc that doesn't yeah. exist yeah because like you know it's like it, it i guess you know it's like say we we're to assume that you know like the series like you know went on beyond this these 12 volumes like you know with bond like like achieving a uh like a mortal end and everyone like just you know like you know, realizing that hey you know it's like this is like the how the series like ended and all it's like you know with euthanasia and all it's like and i'm i'm fine with that but you know with the with this like say we're to assume like the series went on beyond 12 volumes well I mean, like Steve, I know you. How, how I know how much you love, like you know, high school, you know, drama, like type stuff. You know, it's like how you just like you think like, oh man, it's like if the series doesn't have like a uh, have like high school kids in high Japanese kids in high school talking about how how their stuff is, how their um drama is like you know the best. It's like you know, like it's not worth we're talking about, right? <sighs> The present arc takes place in what is basically modern day Japan. 
Yeah. It so involves I, high school. <laughs> it involves high school people. It involves people adjacent to these high school people. Um, I, I won't say more about it, but um, yeah, yeah, it does these things. It does these things that have caused Jason such trauma that he refuses to believe that it exists. Yeah, it's like you know, it, like there's no like like the volumes of the series don't, don't exist beyond volume volume twelve because you know it's like like if it did, then we'd have to admit that you know Fushi just like has to figure out just like oh well his ability to resurrect anyone you know, like significant emotional contact with it's like well it's like you know like that this is a thing so he can do that and oh it's like you know anyone he said like significant emotional contact with you know like that's that's it you know it's like they don't have a, any uh like any like you know like um dramatic contact you know with the story it's like they can just live beyond the story because you know that's that's the ability that he has and also um because you know the uh like the uh, like say like if it if like say that you know people live beyond the like the like this modern era it's like oh like the uh the knockers have basically managed to like have achieved like uh like ten, like um like uh sen- sentience like you beyond this like like beyond the story as well because hey they can like they've figured out how to um like how to live like you beyond even though like um like Fushi has like you know he has since we deleted them defeated them but no like they've actually managed to like live beyond that as well oh and the fact that like hypothetically speaking that you know like say if like you know one character one um new character had uh, managed to like um like like um live in this like new era new era and just like realize that hey hey you know like i love little sister characters it's like oh and and like um my little sister character had like you know decided that she didn't want to live in um this like in this modern era because of um, because of reasons and the knockers so they take over this character because like she um didn't want to live in this and like oh like like she is going to like you know just like um whip this um new character because like she, because like he likes to um, be um, be like a whip, like um shibari um Japanese bondage style character, character stuff, and um this is like a thing that actually happened. Like in, like he, the stalkers are just like you know whip this like new main character, and like we're just like like um whip this, with this guy, with this guy as as he wants to be believed, and like um Fushi's gonna like um, put a stop to this, but. Yeah, it's like you know, we're just like like living this like you know like Japanese bondage shibari um, business because that's that's the um, reality we live in this series now, right, Look, Steve? I get it. Look, I get it. You don't like this arc, all right, man. I get it. All right, I get it. It's fine. All right, it's fine. I I understand. You, we can we can drop it at this point. All right, you, you know we don't you don't have to show me on the teddy bear where it touched you or nothing. All right, like look, it's fine. All right, I get it. You don't like it, and that's okay. I I think you feel you feel like I'm as best as it could have been put. It's a, as far as like you know, I don't have to show anyone where on the teddy bear it touched. It touched in order to be um to be um like put out from here. So. Okay, so the uh, the attempts to keep spoilers was uh, away from this uh, from this discussion was spotty at best. So best you, you, if you put this up, probably best to um, put up plenty of spoiler warnings because um, no, yeah. no, sorry. I don't need to put up spoiler warnings. It's just it's like this is a twelve volume series. Okay, all right, all right. Fine. We'll, we'll just you can just label this as a discussion about a twelve volume series. That's totally fine too. I mean, it's it's yours to do with after all. So mm-hmm. I, I agree. That's that's totally cool. Okay. I yes, this is a twelve volume series. I think these twelve volumes I think that you know they may be like somewhat uneven, but I think that at the in the end like I think that the 
volumes one through twelve, like um, to to your eternity, are you know ultimately entertaining, like and worth reading. Like, um, Steve, your thoughts? Yeah, this is a, uh, you know, regardless of regardless of um, Jason's thoughts on the hypothetical volumes that occur after the twelve. Um, well, I, think- I mean, like, do you, do you want to say anything about any like hypothetical like um, thoughts on like you know what? Would these what volumes um what volume thirteen and on would incur? Mm, no, no. Uh, I I would like to keep the focus of our discussion on the uh, on the twelve that we were talking about, and you know we'll leave it up to the listener to uh, do their due diligence as to whether or not they want to talk, they want to you know keep reading after the first twelve. I would I would regardless of our thoughts about the positives and negatives about the first 12 volumes, I think it's worth a read. It's a large ensemble cast. It's, uh, it's, uh, you know, the art's good. The It's the definitely different from what you'd expect from like, you know, most, um, like, you know, on a series as far as like things go these days. It's yes, it's quite different. I mean, the, the anime adaptation I think is good. The manga is good. Um, you know, it'll make you feel things, maybe, depending on, you know, your mileage may vary on that. Um, it's uh, it's not afraid to, it's not afraid to just murder people off as necessary to advance the plot, um, and, which I think that's, that in itself is worthy of merit because, you know. Most, Agreed, most time, yes. Most of the time, you know, a character has to live so that, you know, they can make merchandise out of it or something, um, you know, with notable exceptions such as, uh uh who such as uh who's that uh who's that chick from um uh, uh Marco Magica uh she gets she gets off in the third uh in the third episode um with exceptions like that you know most of the time you gotta keep your characters alive right um mm-hmm. and here that you know there's I, I feel like it adds to the tension of reading yeah. the story because you just never know who's gonna kick the bucket Exactly. I mean, like, how many series can you say like that is a positive um, attribute about? Sorry, say that again? How many series can you say that is a positive attribute about? Um, not many. Not many Not many series are, you know, are totally okay with just murdering the shit out of people just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, I think no, for that for that alone, it's like in terms of like saying like who who is too keen is like is is going to is going to be like die as part of like you know the series to your eternity. Like that is um that this is different positive about. It's like I I get it. It's like maybe I am still reading about the series after volume twelve, but no, I'm not saying like this is like. There, I told there are volumes after volume twelve, really. But um, like this is the series is like it's like I like I I'm invested in this series, so that is that that is something I I definitely like want to say that is positive about that. Um, John, um, it's like uh, you got any thoughts about this, or am I just like you know, rambling at this point? No. Um, I don't have any thoughts about this in particular. Oh, sounds interesting. These twelve volumes. It's yeah. worth a read. Uh, if Crunchyroll ever gets around to fixing their uh, fixing their service, it's available through Crunchyroll if you happen to have them. Yeah, that's right. You were reading this on Crunchyroll, right, Steve? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, Steve, I, I guess you know we've like in like in like uh, established our like our thoughts on like the series about like you know. It, this, these twelve volumes of this series, but um, do you have any like, uh, thoughts on this? On any other series that people should be reading? Because like I know like you know when the series like you know jumped into like the, the present day, it's like because like I know that that's you love series that are set in, like in Japanese high school in present day and all. You know, um, the uh, look. I'll let I'll let the listener form their own opinion after they've read the first twelve. I think it's still worth reading, um, but uh, I will admit that it's um, I feel like it's lost a bit of its focus uh, past the uh, past volume twelve. Um, but that's all I'll say about that. Okay, this is fair, and um, thank you, Steve, for uh, for joining us on joining us on this on this thought. Cause, like I value your opinion, and like 
it's great to have hear, hear you talk about series that you actually like, as opposed to like, you know stuff that we've talked about in the past that you've you know actually hated. You know. <laughs> hey, I like talking about things that we hate too. It's just you know, it's easy to bash. You know, we have a good time just like uh, trashing on them. It's fine. You know. Indeed, sir. So, so again, thank you, Steve, for joining on joining us on this. Of course. All right. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll talk to you next time on Comic Picks by the Blink. All right. Later, everyone. Good night. <laughs>